Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Manifesting Mari. Um, this is me. Hi, I'm Mari. Um, so this episode is a day late because I had every intention of editing it before Tuesday. And even on Tuesday, I was like, ah, I'll edit it Tuesday morning, no problem. So Monday, I started feeling a sore throat. And I was like, ah, sore throat, that's fine, no big deal. Yo, that night, I was like, no, I am sick. And then I had a fever. And I fought my fever like all day yesterday. It just broke last night. I had, I think it got up to 101.8. No, I don't think it is Corona. Um, I wouldn't know because I've just been in my house for the past few days. I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get tested. I can't leave. Um, But I did do a uh, teledoc appointment. an an app on my phone which man what a time to be alive took pictures of my throat that shit looks gross um sent it to the doctor had like a video chat with them and they diagnosed it as um as strep so uh got my antibiotics my mommy picked them up for me because even though i'm an adult i still need a hand um so yeah, I've been fighting that off and uh, yeah, and getting through this, uh, the editing for this. So this episode, I I asked for two of my nearest and dearest friends to just have a conversation about the very specific topic of what is the authentic self? And authentic to ourselves, we went all over the place with it. Um, which uh is exactly what i wanted it's such a great conversation um i'm very lucky and very blessed to have very strong intelligent um passionate um and thoughtful women in my life and those are the women who are closest to me and i'm very blessed to be able to have these kind of conversations with them um so yeah um the recording is weird because I'm recording it off of a MacBook that I bought in 2010. So that's where we're at right now. Um, So please forgive me for any sound. It's gonna be loud at some places. It's gonna be kind of soft, you know, deal with it. (laughs) What's it called? Um, There are some names and some things that I had to bleep out for the privacy of some people because Cause I talk shit <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh, maybe I shouldn't talk shit about this corporation or this person. <laughs> but, um, yeah, other than that, uh, thanks again for tuning into another one. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Hello, testing. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically, do you want peanut butters? I think I'm okay for like now. In a little bit though. Okay, help yourself. Plates and everything. Oh, Thank you. I'm very tired. 
No, happy for the- full moon. Like, oh, bitch, for <laughs> real, this shit is full moon in Leo. I think. Where is he? The Leo's right now. This guy. Somewhere. I hope the moon is in the sky. Because anywhere else, I feel like we're in a lot of trouble. Imagine. <laughs> the moon isn't even real. What if the moon comes crashing down to Earth one more time? Again. Again. Yeah. I would, you know what? I'm here for it. <laughs> I'll be there, in a way, shape, or form. Yeah. I actually am. We are just the moon slowly crashing into each ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's just me every day I wake up. <laughs> I feel like my current mood is, like, waking up and I'm like, let's get this bread or whatever. Like, let's get this bread or whatever. <laughs> get it. Let's just get this or whatever. Let's get this bag, some bag. I guess this is what I'm doing in, uh, in this physical realm right now. <laughs> no, for real. It's like, I'm trying to get that bag, but the only bags I see are the two under my eyes. Like, that's all I got. Oh, Absolutely. Well, for the past few days, like, my mom has been bringing me to work. Since she's like, you don't have to walk. It's so cold. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. People walk, mom. I thought you meant bringing you to her job. <laughs> take your daughter to work. Take your daughter to work today. Hi, here's my third year old. <laughs> So my mom has been driving me to my job, <laughs> which is probably just as I'm thirty. That's just as bad, right? Like, what's worse? 30. What's worse? No, but um, yeah. So I don't mind walking, but she's like, it's cold. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, let's try it. Okay, why not? She leaves here at four a.m. every day. I don't work until six a.m. So. I would be up at 3.30, getting ready, whatever, and out the door. These past few days have been horrible. I'm, like, so tired to the point where yesterday at work I was getting, like, dizzy because I was so tired. Oh, my God. So I'm just like, yeah, no, I'll walk. (laughs) I will 1,000% walk. That's, like, an abnormal time. Your body is not supposed to wake up. Yeah. That's where it's supposed to get its, like, deepest sleep. Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. There's something about, like, your liver functions or something, too, or, like, your kidney functions, and something happens between, like, 1 and 3 or something, and you're not supposed to, or 1 and 4, and you're not supposed to wake up at that time. What? How do they know? That's my old job. I remember somebody talking about that. Your kidney functions? Or your liver. Mm-hmm. Some cycle is, like, in the middle of whatever it's supposed to do. Wow. No wonder why my college years were fucked up. I was drinking at exactly that time. <laughs> 3 a.m. Yeah, I think it's so wild. Like, on my Snapchat, like, we get, like, their memories that come back. And they're like, oh, three years ago, there's this. And it, it's mm-hmm. exactly that. Like, 3 a.m., taking shots with my friends and oh everything. And now, and like, now you're, like, like in bed. I cannot you imagine. Could, like, start getting ready to go out at, like, 11 yeah. night. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. Like, even when friends are just like, yeah, I got out of work at nine. Like, let's go somewhere. Well, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Like, I just, <laughs> I want that full eight hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah. 100. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, you know, I'm just walking now. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's a workout. It's mm-hmm. nice to get myself moving early in the morning. Mm-hmm. This and that, you know. How long does it take? It's like a 10 minute walk. 
Oh, that's not bad. It's that's so, nice. and it's nice. Like, other than the fact that it's through, you like, could. industrial wasteland. And it's seven degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than those facts. No, but you get your steps in. Yeah. Yeah, just don't get hit by a car. You know what? Those... That's not under my control. <laughs> you need, like, a reflector. I do. I wear my vest. Good. Oh. I wear my little vest. Good. Yeah. No, you really should. Me walking, listening to whatever podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, happy music. Yo, souped up music. To get you pumped. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, I was just, like, now it's all catching up to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, right when I was texting you guys, so, like, hey, come over this time, and I was, like, <laughs> I know, I have to really, like, make myself, like, get up to come over here, because I was getting so tired. Mm-hmm. My yeah. body's waking up at 5.30. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Yeah. And my and alarm doesn't go off till 6.30. Mm-hmm. But, like... So you're just in bed? That's the worst. Just with room. Lana, like, calling. Oh, you little baby Laners. Mm-hmm. I start getting so tired, especially after the day. Yeah. But I was like, no, I gotta do it. Thank you. Power through. I know. But then I was like, because part of me was like, oh, we could just reschedule, da 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 But first of all, I was like, I'm releasing this on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we only have so many days to reschedule and, you know, mm-hmm. and giving myself time to edit it. And then I was also like, a little voice in my head was like, let's be real. If you cancel it, it's probably never going to happen again. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, don't cancel. <laughs> I don't want to get into the habit of like, oh, we'll just reschedule Schedule. it. And yeah, like, yeah, let yeah. that slide. Yeah. And then that'll just keep happening. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is it. I'm so happy you guys are here. And I know it was like vague. Because it's like, I don't really know what that I'm was talking the most about general. either. You were like, so what is it about? And Maureen's like, does anyone want dominoes? And then you were like, so what is it <laughs> Oh, about? I sent the dominoes thing before <laughs> I saw that. I was, I was dying. Like, <laughs> I was like, Maureen's going to just keep ignoring me asking what we're talking about. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, like existence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life. We're talking about existing. Okay. And an authentic self. And yeah. And I'm being authentic right, right now. I'm tired of existing as a human. <laughs> oh, no. At this moment in time, I don't want right to make it now. seem, I don't want it to sound alarms. That's but your truth. Yeah. I'm speaking my truth. Like, I signed out of my first job, and then I, like, just sat on my couch and was like, I didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do you ever just, like, sit? That's it. Yeah. Like, just... <sighs> And, like, my brain was just, like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, blah, blah, blah. And my body was, like, no. No? We're not was doing... it just, like, a draining day for you? Yeah, and it was just, like, I don't know. I guess me realizing, like, the uh, the sunglasses of a new job have finally come off. And then, you yep. know, I'm kind of seeing, like... And then I was, like, damn, I've only been here for, like, three or four months. Same shit, different toilet. Yeah, yeah. it's the, like the honeymoon phase. There, yeah. Thank you. Yep, the honeymoon yes. phase. Because, like, the person, one person in my office, we're technically supposed to have two people in each office, mm-hmm. and that has kind of went to the side. Um, the guy that I'm working with, he's transferring to another state to, like, another job position. And I was just like, okay, so, like, is they're going to be someone else who's coming in. They're like, no, we want to hire someone and you can help train them. And I was like, you know, I've been here for three months. I don't know half of the shit that I'm doing every day. Wow. So like, it's kind of that stress of just like 
why do these people think that I know what I'm doing? When well, I think I, they have, like, a lack of awareness of what's going on on the Yeah, ground. and that's what I'm realizing because yeah. it's such a huge company. It's all just Ugh. trickle down, trickle mm-hmm. down, trickle down. You have your regional you have your yeah. regional manager, then you have your area manager, then yeah. you have your local manager, and then you have... It's like, damn, there is no communication from... No. Mm-hmm. The, like, yeah. zero communication. That's how my last job was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge corporation. Same yep. thing. And it's like... It's so upsetting because, you know, they roll out the red carpet for when you're onboarding or when you're coming in and they're just like, yeah, like, people are here for such a long time. Like, people are great. Our team works really great together. All lies. It's like, damn. Like, I, what, three or four months in and I'm, like, I'm already feeling like I'm, like, barely staying above water trying to, like, work Mm. for myself. And then it's like, shit. And people want me to be here for, like, years, take on more responsibility. I feel like it's just, like, every day is, like, a scramble. And I'm like, no, it shouldn't be like this. Are you, you know? home or are you there? Um, I do a rotating schedule. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it's because you have a lot of shifts at home and it's new? Like, you can't get your bearings straight? That's what I thought until I realized that it was just the job. The job is, like, you need to juggle all of these different responsibilities and figure it out. Or... If you fail at it, management's going to feel some type of way mm-hmm. and be like, oh, okay, but like vent to you to other, vent to other coworkers about you, like behind your back. Oh God. Yeah. Like that. I, that's so annoying. Mm-hmm. That's like, come on. And that's why I was just like, what? Like, what is going on? And it's so frustrating. Cause like, I just don't want to do this for like 40 hours a week, you know, like. No, I hear that. Ugh. I mean, at least you have an income right now. I know. That's, like, yeah. I, every time I s- try to, like, every time I get in that <clears throat> cyclical thinking of, like, this sucks, blah, 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 I didn't ask for this and everything, mm-hmm. I try to, like, look for those silver linings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I always think back, it's, like, I could be working at again, which yep. is mm-hmm. absolute trash. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know what? It's not the best. It's not ideal. But it's a step up from that. I could be working at waking up at 3 a.m. to go make bread at 4 your a.m. Liver, your liver can't process it. Yeah. No. Your liver won't let you. Yeah. My liver didn't let me. No, your liver's like, can't go back. It can't process 3 a.m. wake-ups and a lot of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times that I would, like, waltz in still kind of, like, turn from a party because, like, oh like yeah, I, you know, I'm an adult. I can balance everything. No. That makes me think of no, oh my Idiots. gosh. I remember I went to Rutgers Fest and then went into a shift. <gasps> oh, the amount of times I went into <laughs> still fucked up from the night before. Oh my god. For a double. Man. What and then we would make so much money. We would make so and much money. And then no. On more alcohol. Uh, right out, run more alcohol. Repeat the cycle. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's just... What a blessing. <laughs> Life is wild. Life is wild. It but really I mean, is. at least this new experience is showing you more of like what you don't want out of a job and what you do like about a job. Like I feel like that's what we should be getting from each career experience that we have. Exactly. Know? I mean, it's it's like with every experience, whether it's right. good, whether it's bad. Like there is those silver linings. There's those learning experiences, and that's what growth is. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. Do you think your Management management's reaction wouldn't be as annoying if you didn't care about doing a good job. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah. 
Like, like, if you didn't give a shit, like, who cares what your management thinks? No, exactly, yeah. Um, but I think but, that's the hard part about, like, being a good worker, is yeah. that you want to do, and I feel like, I know for me, I feel like it's part of, like, this people-pleasing thing, where it's like, oh, I want to do a good job. And, yeah. like, especially being at a working for such, like, a huge corporation, I'll probably have to bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> I but no especially working there and such a big corporation it's like like today one of my co-workers oh i love her she was just getting so stressed out about and i'm like none of this first of all none, none of this, this is, is real, real. <laughs> i think but that oh my god sorry i don't mean to like interject Honestly, on your I story feel like if you just keep that in the forefront of your mind you just dance through life bro yes, and like but, and that, really enjoy your life. Yeah, I don't mean to like interject no, on your story, away. but that's like when I just sat down at my shift, like after my shift, and I was so Having stressed. Yeah, I was like, when when I was like, I don't, I didn't ask for any of this. It's like none of this is real. Like people sending me like fifteen IMs because their printer isn't working, or this email is this, my Outlook isn't blah blah blah. Yeah, it's like in the back of my mind, my first reaction is, what's the big fucking deal? Like it's yeah. like. All right, yeah. like you know, yeah. and it's so wild because I think that's like the frustrating part where you see like, damn, this shit's not real. But there's a big majority of society all that make people. it real. It's like all these like, people. Because we're still living in this on this material plane, right? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's your? Is that your job to help them fix their things? Yeah, like yeah. So that's your literal job. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I get it, but I think it's the. It's, like, the way that people are, like, it's the end of the world. Like, the reaction oh, on top of it. Okay. So yeah, like the dramatization. So, like, irate over Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's a process that you have to go through, you know, if you want to submit, like, a ticket for help. Mm -hmm. And everybody thinks that, no, my problem is the one that's most important, and I'm going to reach out to you directly. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I get that your problem is an issue, and it's affecting your work. But you interjecting into my work day when I'm working on three other things is also affecting my work. You know, yeah. so it's like it's it's just frustrating because it's like it's all right, we're all gonna get to it, everything's gonna be okay. But people are like again, like just so stressed out, they're so in their minds of just like, oh my god, like it's the end of the world, blah blah blah. It's like, let's take a breather and like if you need to spend fifteen minutes hanging out because your outlook isn't working. You can send them to me for counseling. Yes. <laughs> While you fix their outlook. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's like, okay, your outlook's broken? Yeah. Cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, and I want to help people because, you know. Yeah. It sucks because I think the nature of what you do is you're dealing with people when they're at their peak of frustration. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's all you get hit with. That's mm -hmm. the nature of your job. I know. It's tough. Ugh. And that's why it's just like, everything's going to be okay. We're going to look at it. We're going to fix it. But it's yeah. like. The other person is just so into that illusion of just mm -hmm. like, it's the end of the world. It's like I don't get IT this. slash crisis management. <laughs> I didn't realize that I also had to like You're be good at. Too. Yeah, I We're had to be good at. Go. I had to be good at not only de escalating like technical issues, but de escalating like, human issues. Yes, I was like, oh my God. I'll just teach you patience. It yeah. is. It really is. Yeah. Which, as a t as a Sagittarius, I know I have very little. <laughs> yes. I have very little patience because it's like, 
I just see how clear it is, and mm-hmm. then other people don't. And it's like, oh, you want to grab them by the shoulders, be like, calm the fuck down. Like, <laughs> do you feel good though after you fix the problem? I do yeah. because yeah, it's like, because you're genuinely helping people. Yeah, you know, yeah. like working in IT, you are basically the foundations of everyone's job. You're a problem solver. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you're the foundation of everyone's job. You well, especially know? nowadays. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, working oh, from yeah. home and stuff. So, it like, it's great, and it is rewarding work, but it's also, like, it can be very draining because mm-hmm. not you're just not dealing with the technical aspect of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, A plus B equals C, and if B isn't working, just fix it up and it works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, damn, like... I got to deal with someone being like, I need this. I needed this yesterday and this and that. And, you know, mm-hmm. deal with passive aggressive emails and everything. It's like, Patricia, calm down. Like, yeah, I will literally look at your issue. I'm here to help you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, So you got to help yourself too. <laughs> yeah. I think what might make it easier to deal with is to like anticipate that happening. Yeah. To, like expect it's gonna, it, yeah. You know? Yeah. And also just like not giving a shit too. You can't. When they're angry, and you it's have not to, personal. Like, separate yourself from that. Yeah. Just, you know, say whatever you say, and then just fix the, the technical issue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm there for. Yeah. Like, in you other... internalize it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's... Uh, there was this one issue that I dealt with a couple weeks ago where the I was on the phone with them, and they were like, oh, I just don't know how to, like, uh, get to my draft emails. So I was like, oh, okay, so you do this and everything like that. And then the person on the phone was, like, saying, yeah, I asked for, like, um, an essay proposal from this person, and look what they sent me. Would you call this, like, an essay proposal? And it was, like, just a paragraph. They asked and you I, about yes, it? Yes. And I literally said, I don't know anything about this in regards to this, so I can't comment on it. And Good. they were, they were like, ha-ha, okay, I guess, whatever. I mean, to me, it's not an essay. And they started going off. I was like, okay, well, if you need any other help, you know where to find us. <laughs> was it it's, like an old male? It was It was an older woman. It wasn't oh, a male. But I was just like, oh, my God, I'm here to fix your issue. And also not like Not gossip. all of your issues. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can only fix your IT issues. issues. Everything where... else, girl, email the psych department. <laughs> I, can't. I can't help you with that. For real. So, it so you always we always say that whole I didn't choose this. I didn't ask for I this. I didn't ask for this. You did though. You must have. And also, can you get me the wine? <laughs> <laughs> you did. You must. No, yeah, and that's why I'm bringing that up because um, juice. Want more? Yes, this mm-hmm. is very juice. You want more juice? Yeah, after you. Adult juice. Uh, we need our we need our adult Listen, juice. Listen, I got I got gin and juice too. <laughs> we good, honey. You brought it over here, right? The what? The gin. And juice. I have the gin and I have the juice. <laughs> I have the gin. <laughs> you got the gin. Yeah. You got the juice. Yeah. <laughs> we just had to put them together. Um, no, yeah, because um, I keep hearing a lot about the soul's contract. The soul contract. And I think about it, especially, like, when my dad passed me and everything, there's, like, I've been getting a lot of messages and hearing a lot of things about, like, you know, um, the path that your soul either chooses or is attracted to because of its past karma. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you didn't choose this, but it's like, you did. Your soul did, though. Like, so to my, what I believe, 
is your soul chose this life. <laughs> it to, chose a life of fixing people's outlook problems, dear to Lord. Fulfill whatever karmic needs had to be met, like things that you haven't fulfilled yet, like things that you still need to learn, experiences that you might need to relive or, you know, mm-hmm. live in a different way. Yeah. So, I think your soul did choose this life. Your soul chose, like, these people, your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also, in a sense, you did choose, like, if if we want to think that this consciousness that we have right now is our only consciousness and there are no other lives, there's no reincarnation, fine. So, I like to look at the different phases of our life as different lives. Mm -hmm. So, in a past life... You worked in IT at a different college. In this next life, you still chose an IT position in a college, just a different college. So there's there's a reason why you were attracted to that job. Not only because of the things you like, but also because of the qualities of a person you have. Because like you said, you said you like to help people. Which is great, but in in helping people means burdening part of their struggle. So you don't have to though. In a sense, like not burdening, but it's like, hey, here's your problem and here's me helping solve it. Mm-hmm. This is something that had nothing to do with me at all, but now I'm putting myself in this role. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just said all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Or he's like, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm also, I've been hitting this pen since I got home because that's me at my job. Because that's like what, like, I feel like working at is my karma, man. It really is. Because I cared so much about doing a good job, doing this to me, making my whatever upline happy. And I realized that's me being a peeper pleaser, peeper yeah, who cares about pleaser. being a purple pool? Yeah, thank you. No, but honestly, a even you people. talking about, like, wanting your management to be happy and, like, da 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 like, dude, just do what you, you know need you're to supposed do. to do. Yeah. And fuck out and leave it at work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, who cares about yeah. making other people happy? Yeah. It's, like, just validate yourself. Know yeah. that you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like... And that needs to be enough for you. Yeah. You can't look mm-hmm. to, like, appease your managers. Because they don't know every little thing you do. They don't know how you're calming down the, the clients or whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, they yeah. don't see all that. But you do. Mm-hmm. That has to be enough for you. Like, yeah. You yeah. can't look at that kind of... Yeah. You can't look for validation yeah. from, like, your superiors. Yeah. If you could look them. at your day and be like, you know what? I could put a good... Like, I did work today. Yeah. yeah. I did it. And whoever sees that or not, whatever... Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to get. Like, the the amount of times I say at work, that's above my pay grade, is every other hour. <laughs> because my management comes up, my supervisor will come up to me, hey, make sure these guys are doing this, make sure these guys are doing that. No, 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 no. Here's my role. I'm paying... That showed you. I'm paying fifteen seventy five to make sure all of these bags are here for the shipment. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's me be doing my job... To make sure this route goes out on time. Mm-hmm. In terms of managing other humans, that's not <laughs> part of my pay grade. And if you're telling me that it is, and I'm telling you that I am uncomfortable doing it, and you want to take that personally, there are other people who have a less pressure job than I do, who, who, who less pressure is put on them, and they're paid exactly the same as me. 
So why do you go into that role very easily? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know I do a good job at work. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was trying to tell my friend today. I'm like, you, of course you do a good job. Like, you're great. Who cares what they think? Yeah. And she's like, what did she say? I think she was just really... She she thinks very big picture. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, well, if we're not picking something from the right bin, that means it, it messes this up, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, listen, guys, you know what? When there's not an item in the bin, it doesn't go in the bag because I need to make the shipment go out on time. So if they don't get their Captain Crunch, they don't fucking get it. And who the fuck cares? Because I still get my fifteen seventy five, and they'll get a $25 discount, and will still be purchasing more island. But that's the thing I was like, and, and at the point I was like, listen, n- nobody, I was like, none of the managers care. And she goes, well, I care. And I'm like, you know what, if you care, then you care. Because different people, listen, if you're going to care, that's fine. Now I'm at a point where it's like, I was just telling you, you can't shoulder their struggle. Sis, I can't shoulder your struggle. Right, yeah. Listen, I love you. I'm here for you. Listen, we don't got to look at it like this. I get it. I see where you're coming from because I've been like that in past jobs too. Mm -hmm. But it's like at the end of the day, either you find coping mechanisms to get through this or you leave the job and just end up in the same shit, different toilet. Yeah. Especially when you're working for a corporation. Yeah. It's literally same shit, different way. At the end of the day, you just need to do your job and that's it until you can get the fuck out. Yeah. It's uh And then you just play out a higher part in that capitalism chain. Mm. Which I'm here for. Um, what was I gonna say? At what age did you guys stop identifying yourself with your career? I can't even remember because I remember like in like preschool like like so my mom I think I've showed you my mom has like a memory box of yeah, like yeah, all yeah. of our little things and in like preschool we would have these little like cutout assignments just like where do you see yourselves when you're an adult and mm-hmm. it's like a doctor a fireman a this and, and you were like <laughs> a hermit <laughs> <laughs> if I could go back and oh sorry, if I could go back and say <laughs> nothing, four year old you wrapped in a blanket and old hag. <laughs> oh my god, this reminds me of um, my nephew, his class. I guess they did an assignment of like, how was it worded? It was like, what do you hope to do, or like, what do you aspire to do, or something. So all these kids, the one kid's like, I I want to be a fireman. The other one's like, I want to be a math teacher. And he's like, I want to take out the garbage. And I was like, I fucking love this kid. I love it. No, 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 that's actually a realization that I had the other day. Where his mom must be so proud. My brother's that is like so shooting great. for the stars. That's like a realization that I had the other day. I don't mind putting in the work, but I want to be able to put myself in a position where I can afford to be poor. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able, if, like, uh, Trixie Mattel said this, and she was like, I want to be able to go to, like, Target and be like, oh, do I get this red or purple lipstick? Why not both? Like, <laughs> you know? Something like that. that? afford to be poor? Of just, like, I just want to be, like, sustained. I want to be comfy. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to, like, 
you know, like, and I think about that of, like, like, you know. Oh, to be able to make whatever purchase it is, not even a baller-ass purchase, like, just to go into just Target. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, make a $14 purchase and not have to worry if there's enough money in my bank for it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, sometimes I dream of, like, I don't know, one day, like, I'll grind hard, but, like, I want, again, I want to be able to be like, you know what? I'll work part-time at Taco Bell. Or, you know, I'll work part-time here. Nah, I could sustain myself. I'm comfy. Like, I don't have to worry oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Well, that's, like, my goal. Like, hopefully... Like, my goal is... Like, I'll keep this job. It's fine. It's convenient. I don't mind it. I like the people I work with. I don't mind the job that I do. But it's just, like, this ain't it, sis. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> so it's like, I gotta make sure I'm doing whatever I am do. I need to do in order to slowly get away from it. I would say investing, but it looks like the powers that be also want to stop that, Not too. Not <laughs> you know, I wonder what's gonna happen Forex now. is still going strong. I'm still getting my, like, 20 to $30 every few days. Good. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Hey, a little extra, you know, money in my pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's getting me closer to making a $14 purchase and not worrying if it's, there's enough money in my bank account for it. You know? Ugh. It's just, I don't know. I feel like the older I get, I realize, like, damn, why is this, like, at least American system, because that's the only system that I've been born into. Yeah. Like, why is this American system always done on, like, debts? So think about, like, I want to buy a car. I'm indebted to someone if I want to buy a car. I want to buy a house. I'm indebted to the bank that's giving me a mortgage, a loan, or, you know. What's very interesting is that I grew up in a household where you were never, like, those kind of purchases didn't create debt because you never bought something where you had to buy a mortgage or make payments on a new car you just bought an older car for a thousand something bucks Mm -hmm. you know like I and it's so hard for me now as an adult because nobody taught that to me and I never saw that growing up so the idea like it was probably four years ago when I learned that if you want to buy a house you have to take out a mortgage oh my god yeah no I realized that very late in life. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can't just buy it? In the last five years, probably. No, I'm sure you can if it's outright cash, like, for sale by owner situation. But most people, traditionally, you buy it by getting a loan through the bank. And then you pay the mortgage back. I didn't fucking know that. I thought that you had to have... I was an idiot and thought you had to I have, have the, the whole, whole three hundred thousand dollars yeah. for the house and be like, here I'm ready. Yeah. I didn't know you put like five percent down, twenty percent down, and then pay off the rest. Yeah, because most people don't tell us that. They don't tell us anything. And that's also the I other thing. I didn't know like cars work similarly too. I really had no. Yeah, I didn't know. Did you guys have a finance class in high school that you were required to take? No, Carteret. No. Mm-hmm. Um, my <laughs> senior. So I'm surprised we had like math and English. <laughs> So I think when I was a junior or a senior, they made it mandatory for um, like the freshmen or anyone coming into the high school. They had to take a personal coming finance. in yes. should have been the seniors. They had to take a personal finance class um, in college. 
I never had any like finance classes or any or business classes or anything oh, like that. I. Yeah. And I know college, people you said? Yeah. And I know people are gonna be like, Well that information's out there, why don't you find it? I hate that America is like America's motto really should be every man for himself because I feel like that's how a lot of people go about spreading information or it's just like, oh, the information's there. Why don't you just look for it? It's like, you know what? Some people <coughs> don't have the same access to information. Yeah. You also and wouldn't also, know to look for it if that, you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, for instance, like, I was looking at the um, Canadian exchange student. Like, I was like, okay, so what does it take to be an exchange student in Canada? Mm-hmm. Because if... 45 was going to be re-elected, I was going to be like, hell no, I'm out. I Yo, Canada was probably like, you breathing? <laughs> Come on over. Canada literally has a website that details every little thing that you would need to be an exchange student. They even say, hey, here's a calculator that you would need to calculate how much you would need for schooling. Oh my God, you talked and about also, yeah, And also how much you would need for housing. Because coming here, you would need housing. You need this. And I was floored. Well, Canada's at, so helpful. But that's the thing. I was floored yeah. at how, like, wow, a government website made this information easily accessible. They're nice. Where, yeah, whereas, like, I feel like in America it's always a struggle. Like, you always have to go through in and out and this and that to find, like, your treasure of just, like, oh, I found the information. It's like, yeah, really? Yeah, it's really difficult. That's like, how it is for my whole licensing thing. There's no direct, there's, like, no. just do this, this, and this. Like, yeah. you have to go... This website, find this link, go there, yeah. and then, like, it's insane. Even just for me to throw out my table and my futon, I had to <laughs> click on five different sites. Did they not come the next day to get it? They did, thank God. They oh, got good. it. I was so excited. But it's, like, I had to click on, like, the main sanitation thing, and then from there I had to go to scheduling, and from there I had to do what to do about this. And I was like, this is, I'm just throwing out trash. I should have just called you, hey, yo, you got this table <laughs> <son?"> <laughs> Him. He told that he wants to be a. Um, he was like, when I grow up, I want your job. She's a stay-at-home mom right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this kid is innovative. He's so smart. I know. He's the smartest. I love him. It's always the youngest ones, man. They're the crazy ones. Oh, 1,000 percent. The innovators. Oh man, we really are fucking shit up. <laughs> okay, so the big question that I wanted to ask you guys is what is the authentic self? Where's my wine? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks, Mom. The authentic self is uh, me helping this person fix their computer while I'm also drinking with friends. (laughs) That's very authentic. Duality. Yeah. Anyone want... I don't want to take all of it. Anyone else? You can finish it if you want. Yeah, I feel like I shouldn't. I live here. Especially if you're going into a sitting. Yeah. Like, okay, so I'll start. So, (laughs) my thing is like, (laughs) you know, like, it's a big question. Yeah. Because at first, uh, you know, I thought your authentic self is this thing you strive for. No, it's what you already are. Yeah. nut. No, yeah. Well, I'm... Learning that. Maury. Listen, I just learned about mortgages. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only 30. <laughs> Stop saying that. You're 29. I don't know what Embrace time it is. each year as it is. I know, but when I was 27, I felt like I was 30. Yeah. 
But also, I feel like I'm still 16. Yes. There's... I'm every age Time and no age. Real. Yes. We're just here. We're actual projecting right now. Um, yeah, I do feel that the authentic self, it's like your soul. Yeah. It's like when you act through your heart as opposed to your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And when you're just so true to what that is, like when you're so true to your soul, like being around people where you just feel right. You don't feel like you're forcing anything. You don't feel da-da-da. You don't feel like you have a mask that you have to put on. Doing Mm. a job that also makes you feel like that. Having, you know... I just... I feel like (coughs) you're being your authentic self. You're moving through life making choices that are in alignment with... What makes you feel most like yourself. You're not... You're not... Uh, molding yourself to someone else's perception of you. You're not molding yourself to someone else's uh, like story. You're living your own story, your own Mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And that in our society can be really hard. Yeah. Especially like Mm -hmm. we're told to be performative. Yeah. Like 98% of our lives. Well I feel like we're told you like it's like What's your dream job? You have to pick this one thing. Like, you're always just this one thing. When it's like, we are just multifaceted and multidimensional people. Mm-hmm. That <clears throat> I think the sometimes we get stuck in this, even the idea of the authentic self. I, I, I at first I also thought it was just like this one thing. This one not, way of being. But now I'm... No, yeah, but now what I'm starting to realize is that, like, even if I am feeling a negative emotion, me expressing, I don't want to say negative, even if I'm feeling, like, sadness or I'm feeling anger, you know, those are the authentic right now. That's Mm -hmm. authentic. That's what I'm feeling, and that's okay. Yeah. And whatever your authentic self is, is ever-changing and ever-dependent upon the current moments and the current events of your life. That's what I'm at right now. Well, I feel like, I don't know if it changes based on the events of your life. Mm -hmm. I feel like your authentic self includes the duality. As as you grow and change. Well, no, of course. Because we all have so many different, like, facets to us. And like you were saying, like, having the sort of, I guess... Darker emotions, negative emotions. Like your like, shadow self. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's a part of who you are still. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And if you're not embracing that, then you're not in alignment. Like, you're not clicking into place. Spiritual you're, bypass. You're, <laughs> you're pushing that part down, and you're not being authentic, like, you know? So I feel like to embrace those things, to, like, bring them to the surface, look at it, mm-hmm. accept it as part of you, mm-hmm. let it pass through you. Like, that's being authentic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not living to a certain ideal or thinking I have to be this way or putting down these negative emotions or or negative thoughts even, you know, because you think you have to be a certain way. It's Mm -hmm. really observing those things and looking Mm -hmm. at maybe why they're there Mm -hmm. and maybe working to change those, you know, to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like to kind of piss off of that too, working on yourself isn't trying to get rid rid of the dark parts of yourself. Mm -hmm. You kind of just have to become aware of that. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I was listening to, I don't know if you guys know who Ram Das is, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was listening to like a talk that um, he was uh, giving, mm -hmm. and he said, uh, you don't have to get rid of your neuroses, you just have to stop identifying with them. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I tell my yeah. clients whenever I've had clients say to me, like, oh, like, you know, I'm an addict and whatever they want to say, I literally cut yeah. them off and I don't cut off clients. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But when they say that I cut them off, I'm like, <clears throat> you're not an addict. Mm -hmm. Stop using that as an identifier. You're mm -hmm. a human mm -hmm. soul person mm -hmm. with a million and one things to you. Mm -hmm. An addiction is something you're struggling with. With right now, right now. because yeah. of other things going on, yeah. Like your addiction is such an external thing, you know. Like you yeah, need to see yeah. what's going on inside of you. So any kind of neuroses, like having anxiety, depression, like whatever's mm -hmm. going on with you, <clears throat> identifying as only that mm -hmm. is like suffocating. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's not who you are. Yeah, it's a symptom of something that you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, that's exactly what Ron Doss was saying. It's like you stop identifying them, identifying with them, and then when those neuroses kind of come to light, it's not that they take over and mm -hmm. that's who you are. It's more of like they're coming over for tea. It's yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, so let's say, for example, like you're anxious. Yeah. You can say, like, you don't have to say, I am anxious. I am anxiety. Mm -hmm. I have anxiety right now. Mm -hmm. And that <clears throat> kind of detaches mm -hmm. you from that, detaches you from the identity of it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make it as big as it actually is. If that That's really how I started to get, um, started to like recover from my eating disorder mm -hmm. was when I gave it like a separate voice. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I realized like, yeah, like, this is its own thing. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, the voice got smaller and smaller yeah. until I eventually got better. Yeah. But I had to detach from it because I was like, how did you even, cause I remember at one point you started talking about it. Like mm -hmm. I remember you gave it a name. You, you called it Ed. No, maybe. Well, I don't remember. I feel like you called you it Ed. You would remember more than and I would. And then I was like, Ed. And I was like, oh, eating disorder. How clever. Maybe. Yeah. I thought that was it. And I was wow. like, if I had that You have good memory. I just have your memories. You do. No, because I dissociated <laughs> so much. Hey, I get When it. I was depressed, and I was depressed for most of my life, so I don't have a lot of memories. Listen, but, I, got, I got a few of them for you. But you have them for me. Got you, fam. But yeah, I had to, I eventually... I don't know, I guess something maybe just clicked one day, and I was like, you, this isn't only you. Because I really was identifying with it, like, it was, because it takes over your whole fucking life. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I have an eating disorder. Like, I'm bulimic. That's mm -hmm. my name. Period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, I thought that's what everyone else was seeing. It was, like, morning to night. It just took over my whole life. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I started to give it a separate voice and separating it, and when certain thoughts or compulsions um came to my mind and like to my being I'd be like this isn't you this is Ed as you're saying I guess if that's what I was calling it mm -hmm. and then it became a little bit like of a weight off over time mm. and like coupled with other things like me just learning more about myself and going like inward on that spiritual journey so I eventually got better and now it feels like a lifetime ago oh yeah well that you're so like, different yeah it's just like a it's interesting. I don't want to say you're a different person because I feel like Doesn't the core it feel like of I am you, though. Like my soul is the same one. <laughs> yes, it's still the same soul. Didn't have a soul. But I think the way um, 
Do you know what it is? It's just your light is different. Does that make sense? Ooh. What are you saying? <laughs> I know what I mean. Um, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Put I don't know how to, uh, but, but that's the thing. I don't know how to put words to it. Because sometimes your light when it's different, because you've always been such a beautiful, welcoming light. That's always been your light. But now I feel like not only is your light, I don't want to say not only brighter, mm -hmm. and not only stronger, because it's always been a strong light, I feel. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But also it's like shimmery. Uh -huh. Does that make, I don't know. Bitch, you glowing. <laughs> yeah, like, like you, yeah. Like why are you just like through glitter on my soul? <laughs> Like, I got, like, such a strong visual. No, but that's like, how it, no, but that's how it feels. Like, 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 when I think back to how it was, it I can't was even like, remember it. It was that dark and, like, empty and, like, void. I can't even remember. Listen, we, I think we were all going through a lot of different things. Because, like, the things that I repressed, I realized, were the moments I was having sex with people. I don't Ugh. remember having, I remember having the sex can't tell you what the sex was like. Can't Whoa. tell you. Sex with multiple times. Have no idea what that sex was like. Are you going to leave out his name? You know what? I should leave it in. Yeah. Tag his girlfriend! Oh my god. <laughs> He's still in my DMs, girl. Did Check your boy. Yeah. Check I your boy. That's how guys are. Check your boy. It's and you are gorgeous. Just move out to LA and become a beautiful actress. You deserve <laughs> it. Oh lord. <sighs> that is yeah. That is, uh... Yeah, I don't... I, I can remember going... Like, there's this one time I met this one guy. Um, I still remember his username. The Gentleman. Don't know his name. Can't remember his name. Mm -hmm. Only know he's the gentleman. I remember I went to his house. That's where we met, at his house. Mm -hmm. I remember you used to... All the time. Yeah. What would, did I say to you? If I don't text you in the morning... This is where you can find. She would send me like locations. I mean, I love that. I no, like, no, but I literally multiple times like it would say to you like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, it's yeah. dangerous. Like, da da da." It's not like no one said shit. No, but you were just that in didn't a place. matter. Yeah, all been in places. Yeah, That's my so my self worth and self preservation was. Oh my gosh, that doesn't. No if I die, I die. It. But the fact Ooh. that you can like identify that now, oh thank God, not already like shows that you've grown from that. Yeah, you know the like, fact that like mm -hmm. if like if I tried to pull that shit now, a lot of shit that I'm trying like I'm doing now that I tried to pull before, it's like not working. Like <laughs> dating apps, I don't. It's like mm. oh here's another. And today, so today <laughs> I'm like you know let me download Tinder. Let's see, and then um. What's it called? I literally downloaded Tinder for like five minutes and deleted it. Yes. Again. Oh, I it matched with somebody phone. who I previously had sex with during that dark time. I don't remember what sex with him was like. Wow. Yeah. I just remember having sex. Uh, I don't remember so what the sex was like. Even with can't remember. I just remember what Can happened I leave during his the name sex. And yes, because <laughs> I want to tell the story about him, and I'm gonna put him on blast. Is that would that be defamation? 
Um, it would be if know. you were to say like his last name, his address, like. Shoot, there are lots of his social security number. Also, this doesn't define him as a person because I'm sure maybe he's also changed as a human. Yeah. Because <coughs> I, I haven't heard so. from him in a minute. <coughs> yeah. But the only thing I remember from our time being together was like, I remember him pressuring me to not use a condom. And I remember saying no and him, come on, come on. And I was like, but, mm, 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 and mm. then because I'm this people pleaser, a flying purple people pleaser, I just, I said, okay, fine. I well, you thought he wouldn't, like, quote unquote, like you anymore if you said no to him. That was probably what you were thinking. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. And also, like, within the moment, too, it's like, there's, like, so many added stressors. You know, if you guys are, like, yeah. just about to fuck, and it's like, oh, wait, uh, uh, you know him but also it's like high pressure situation it is a high pressure pressure situation but again the fact that you can identify that just like that wasn't me (coughs) yeah that wasn't my authentic self yeah 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 mm -hmm. and also like i'm not saying that he raped me i don't know well i i'm not saying that outright i don't i don't Mm -hmm. feel like he raped me that's not how i feel about it um but i do feel that he crossed the boundary with me that I set and made it made me feel made it feel as if my boundary didn't matter mm-hmm. and in that high pressure intimate vulnerable situation of right before ha- or during sex or whenever mm-hmm. like that's very manipulative yeah. to use that emotion towards someone and I'm not sure if he realized that because yeah. how many times like, I know me, just uh, my track record. Listen, it was a dark time. Um, <laughs> yo, dark like, ages. every other one of those dudes asked, can we not use a condom? Can we not use a condom? And it's like, what? Yeah, that's wild. And do you know what? That's wild. And the amount of times, now looking at myself, the amount of times I was like, yeah, okay. That's wild, too. Never again. But, yeah, again. <clears throat> The fact that you can identify that, that means that you've grown from it. Which yeah. Which is great. And also, I don't know. I definitely think that there's, like, a flight or a uh, fight, but there's also a freeze, freeze response, right. too, <clears throat> of, like, you don't know what to do, so you kind of just disassociate. Just let it happen. Yeah. You just let it happen. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, like, we're always taught it's either, like, flight or fight. But the freeze option is a very, very real thing. Yeah. Because I remember, like, the first time that I had, like, any type of, like, sexual interactions with someone. Like, in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. But I couldn't get myself to just say it. It was just like, I want this to be over. Mm -hmm. And then that is kind of just, like, really weird because how do you come back to another person, the person that, you know, you were intimate with, and you mm-hmm. say, like, listen, I wasn't, I wasn't vibing with that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say that. Yeah. And it's also, it's weird. It's uncomfortable for both parties. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> it's wild. So I definitely, I, I get why you might have just been like, okay. Yeah. You know, like, I totally get it. And that yeah. could yeah. 
maybe be a part of, like, the freeze response. Well, it's, like, a lot of that. It's, like, I didn't know how to set boundaries, and uh, you know, or stand yeah. up for my boundaries, and I had very little self, self-worth in the first place, so... Ooh. Yeah, I wish that, like, I had someone that was, like, a sex therapist when I was, like, growing up to, like... I don't know, like, sometimes I think back to just, like, why did I think that sex was just this? Like... Why How did, did where did you learn sex from? Yeah, right. From media, a, yes. The media because and our, my also parents a broken schooling system. My parents just didn't like, talk about sex. Mm-hmm. Well, my parents didn't talk about intimacy, mm-hmm. sexual intimacy. Well, they mm-hmm. talked. It was very negative, actually. You but listen, I have We're a lot of fucked up like, messages about sex. To be honest, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just not talked about in my household. <clears throat> Do you guys know that asexuality was? coined as a disorder until 2013. You said 2013. What say about, like, our country? You said 2013. 2013. It was officially taken out of, what is that called? That book of... The DSM. Yeah. Job. It was taken oh. out of that in 2014 as a disorder. And I was just like, huh. I wonder why. Be- like, what does that say? Yeah, but that's... I mean, it says that we're learning as a society, which is kind of beautiful and really cool. But yeah. also, it's like, sometimes, like, I think back to, like, my sexual experiences, and I was just like, wow, that's why I had such an internal battle. Because I was told, you're supposed to like this. You're supposed to do this. What normal is. What what the normal yeah, is. Yeah, normal people and then it's like, are uber-sexual. Mm-hmm. Normal people are sexy. Normal people are sexualized. If you see Especially a boy with your shirt woman. off, you're yeah, supposed to, to have this feel reaction. Yeah. And it's like, don't get me wrong, it's just like, ooh, that's nice. But it's like, I want to be able to talk to him as opposed to just, you know. <laughs> so I heard, I was listening to an episode of Duncan Trussell's podcast. Drunken Trussell? Drunken Dunkin Donuts. Trussell. Yes. <laughs> Dunkin Donuts Trussell. So I was listening Dunkin to Truffles. Duncan <laughs> Hind podcast. And he, uh, who he was talking to? Uh, Jason Louvre, I think they were talking about. But he basically, they brought up this idea of, um, in Tibetan Buddhism, I want to say, I could be a thousand percent wrong, but the idea is that our souls are like this like pure light that goes into the ether. There's like part of our souls that's like, we're like addicted to sex, like sex feels so, that's why we keep reincarnating as humans, because sex just feels so fucking good. And that um, when we are born it's this intense moment between two people and we're attracted to their vibration whatever that vibration is and that's when we're like choosing our parents that's how we quote unquote choose our parents and choose our lives that we're attracted to them and then we meet them because ooh, they're having sex let me see what's happening there I remember that something there seems familiar and it's like now we live in society where that is also our impulse. Like, especially in the United States. Like, everything is just so uber-sexualized. Mm-hmm. Like... I mean, it's also a drug. Yes. Because it's a, 
like my jug of toys. But that's a thing, yeah. Some people have <clears throat> Instagram <clears throat> either posting selfies or liking selfies. That's their drug. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have sex. Some people have legitimate drugs that they inject into them or they inhale and mm-hmm. stuff. That's It's just something that sets off your dopamine. That's mm-hmm. just like, I like this and this feels good. But with that dopamine peak, there also comes a lull because it's a wave. Mm-hmm. Of every, like, everything is a wave. Everyone is just surfing on this thing called life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And but, it goes up and down. But that's the thing. We want to go up and stay up. Yeah. And it's like, you yeah. have, what yeah. comes up must comes down. You yeah. have to have that time of excitement and then that time of relaxation. It's yeah. a wave. It comes and it goes. It comes and it goes. As you breathe in, you breathe out. As you breathe in again, you breathe out. That's not even just work. Just like life. You know, we've got to zoom out sometimes. What is it? One of, in one of Ram Dass's books, it's like, you either do it as a huge weight on you, or you do it as a part of the dance. And it's like, yes. yeah. You gotta like lean into life. You know <clears throat> yeah. I mean? Well, my thing now is just like, oh, this the world, this, how funny. <laughs> like, I feel like I lived a lot of my life being so sarcastic and cynical. And now, I guess I look at my life, um, and I feel like it's all just, like, there's, like, a joke happening. And I'm starting to get in on this joke. Mm -hmm. And then I see other people who are just taking the joke way too seriously. Yes. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, ah, no, this is funny. Because this corporation, this supposedly... This building loses $50,000 a minute every time this truck doesn't go out on time. But house has earned hundreds of billions of dollars. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> so, so what? Why are you angry? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... In one of the Ram Dass books, they were equating it to when, like, a baby is learning how to, learning how to do anything. Um, and let's say, like, he tries to stand up and he falls, and it's not, like, a big fall. But then the baby starts crying. Its world is, oh, my God, this sucks. But as an adult, you just can't help but laugh. You're like, oh, you're just learning. And yeah. that is literally the universe to us. It's a great metaphor. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That shit blew my mind. And I was just like, holy shit, that, <sighs> it makes sense. Yeah, I think especially when you look back on your life, like, I feel like that's what really helped me gain a, like, depth of perspective. Is when I stopped mm-hmm. and looked back. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, if, if this didn't happen, I would have never gotten there. Yep. If all that yes. didn't happen, I would have never gotten here. And, like, mm-hmm. if I didn't have those people in my life, I would not be like this right now. Like, if all... You know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's why whatever I go through now, if it feels tough or negative, I'm like, yo, this is setting me up for some dope shit down the line. And I know that. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? 1,000%. And it makes it a lot easier to just go through life and, like, enjoy it. Like, the good yeah. experiences, the bad. Because, mm-hmm. you know, everything's going to work out for you in the end. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because it always has. Like, we're all here. We're good. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Is this wood? <laughs> I don't know. I just knocked on my head. Drywall. Audio. There's wood here. Drywall. <laughs> no, yeah. And I feel like the whole... 
everything works out in the end is a hard pill to swallow. It is, because when you're going through something that is so tense, that's so that brings up so many hard emotions for you, it's hard to see what is the good that's coming out of this. But it's always something, though. Yeah. It's always something. And, you know, it's kind of like what I mentioned on Tuesday. Like, why do we like sleeping so much? It's because we wake up. Because we can experience sleep. You know? So without waking up, you can't experience sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It all It's all interconnected. It all just makes sense. Yeah. It's all a part of the cycle. Yeah. You don't so, know how good something feels until you've had the opposite of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then you know, oh, that's really actually a good feeling, huh? Mm-hmm. And that's hard to see, like, in the moment, obviously. Yeah. Especially if, you're, if life is whiplashing you left and right, you know? You're just like, why did I ask for this? <laughs> why know? did I ask for why Back to the beginning! <laughs> no, but also I feel like people don't take time to, like, slow down. Like, your life doesn't have to move so quickly. You can take five, ten minutes to slow down and be like, what I have I'm so grateful for this 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 breathe a little bit like really embrace where you are Mm -hmm. in this moment you know like there's always time to slow down exactly Mm -hmm. yeah it's so beautiful thank you guys for listening uh thanks to my friends who will remain anonymous for now Um, because we said a lot of shit and I don't want to get anyone fired from anything. Um, but yeah, I had such a fun time recording this, um, and such a fun time listening back. Cause like, I realized like as we were recording it, as I was like drunk and high, I was like, oh, half of these things I'm not going to remember. So it's just really such a joy to be able to like, listen back to these conversations and just like. to just remember how awesome my friends are and how blessed I am Um, no matter how things how difficult things get no matter how crazy things get like there are always going to be good people in your life and if you feel like there aren't like um, there are good people you just need to find them and put yourself around the right people Um, you know I hope that I could uh, create a group where we could find more positive people like this and have um these thoughtful conversations about life, about how we're going about it, um, you know, and how we can improve ourselves to improve the world around us. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna go eat ribs because I'm starving. Uh, thanks guys for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye!